This is the place where tribes gather, strangers and familiars, to be memory keepers and makers of our evolving, enduring, evergreen, spoken legacy of wisdom and ingenuity. In Velocity's words, when we do old things in new ways and new things in old ways, we paint with an inspired palette, weave our own healing traditions, and become our own guru. Velasi is a troubadour of secret cuisines and sacred rituals. She collects stories of wisdom, ingenuity, and grit. She believes wellness and transformation happen when you stand at the threshold of delight and discovery. She displays her hidden penchant for drama when she leads the safari at the supper club. Her favorite pastime is to extol the marvels of cuisines, cultures, and cures. To her audience in workplaces, seminars, and salons, her mantra is, be your own guru. She is a biochemist, botanist, and alchemist who likes to churn delightful, useful things from a brew of art and science, ancient and evolving, old medicine and new cure. Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. Joyce is the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, a program that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. As a certified coach, she studied directly with her mentor, Jack Canfield, author of the Chicken Soup book series, where she served as an assistant to his training program. Through her study with many prestigious coaches and mentors, she has created a powerful program that has positively impacted hundreds of people. On today's program, Joyce and her guest will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here's our host, Joyce Buford. Good morning. I am so happy that you have joined us today because we have got a wonderful guest for you. I want to remind you that second wind is about getting your second wind. For all you women out there, and if we have a few men listening, we always welcome our men. But for the women that are going through transitions in their lives, this is going to be a great program for you today. Because we both are compelled to helping you move through the transitions in your love life. I love the way trans, tris, <laughs> Trisha... <laughs> Yeah, approaches it through her teachings. And so I am so happy that we could share this message together today with you. So if you are indeed going through transitions, go get your cup of coffee, come back and sit in your favorite chair, because you're not going to want to miss any of this, because it's going to be so impactful for you and offer so many opportunities of growth. So let me tell you about Teresa Lieutenant. Um, she has a she is a reinvention mentor and author of Reinventing Her, helping women plan, pursue, and capitalize on their next chapter. Teresa's personal reinvention began 16 years ago. She was a woman in extreme denial with nearly $30,000 of credit card debt, a shopping addiction, an abusive boyfriend, and a string of poor choices, and the hope that somehow she could change her life. Her personal reinvention is the drive behind Reinvent Her, a book, a movement, 
a blueprint for helping women create their next life chapter. It is not only her passion to pass on what she learned. Trace has accepted this as her responsibility. I love that, Teresa. <laughs> Teresa paid off every dime of that credit card debt and built a million-dollar net worth. Awesome. She owns an independent financial planning practice in Bellevue, Washington, and enjoys a romance novel relationship with her husband of 15 years. None of this, she says, was in the cards before she began her interpersonal growth journey. Oh, Teresa, I love that. (laughs) I, I, I love so many parts of it. You know that not so much that you went through the pain, but that you took the pain and turned it into a real lesson for other women. And it's sort of like you've got a message. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. So I like that so much. And then, of course, I love the part where you wrote about the novel relationship with your husband of 15 years. Oh, my gosh. My mind just goes off in all these different directions of just happiness (laughs) and bliss. (laughs) It is amazing. Uh, We, you know, my husband and I, we often just look at each other and go, wow, how is this possible that we are so close and so supportive and so still in so much love, you know, after 15 years. So, and yeah. it's really because we have a set of tools that we use uh-huh. to accomplish that. Right. Well, when, how did you really start on your recovery? Because you, you describe a very good picture of uh, not so far off from many of us listening you know, yes. I mean, we all have credit card debt to some degree, um, and that is usually caused by some sort of shopping addiction. So, and we've all known the boyfriends. So how did you start your journey? Well, I had been uh, used to just um, putting everything aside, you know, that, that uh, was painful. I was used to submerging those emotions and just going on you know, mm-hmm. pushing myself to work harder. And one day I was up for a, a upper management job at a major national bank, and I had always gotten every promotion, and this time I didn't get it. And I oh. had all this debt, and I had this boyfriend who wouldn't work, and it was a one-day kind of epiphany when I suddenly realized that I, the house of cards the, that was going to fall. Yes. And I just went, okay. It was quite an emotional experience, and through that emotion, I reached out to the universe, to God, and I asked for help. Right. And I said, if anything, if, you know, whatever it is that I'm supposed to do next, because I did realize that I was the common denominator to all the problems. Mm -hmm. And I said, what is it I'm supposed to do next? Just tell me, (laughs) give me a sign. And I did get one within a week. Really? Yeah, and uh, it was being led to actually two uh, programs. One was a teenage self-esteem weekend program that I enrolled my daughter in, and then I eventually, you know, went to it as well in terms of supporting her. And then I was um, led to Jack Canfield, a CD. uh, Actually, it was a cassette tape program called How to Build High Mm Self-Esteem. And so both my daughter and I started working on our self-esteem. Ah, very good. Well, we, you know, 
this is um <laughs> I guess this is probably um um oh I don't want to call it um misconception mm. that people that work like in the bank or in the financial world would know the money end of handling money. But you're telling me that that was not the case in your situation. You were in the banking business, you were dealing with money, but you weren't, you were sort of abusing the use of credit cards and so forth. Absolutely. And it was because I hadn't yet connected the dots between who I was inside as a person and Mm -hmm. what I was doing on the outside. Mm -hmm. It was almost like, you know, I was in so much denial about the, the, the problems I was creating by my behavior. And that Mm -hmm. behavior of course was driven by my emotional life. Right. Yeah. So I was just in denial with that. So I would give advice to people at the bank that was completely contrary to what I was doing in my personal life. And I, I feel like that's kind of a common thing. Um, mm. I'll just say for women, because I know women's psychology more than anything. But, right. but we, are, we find it very easy to justify our behavior if it makes it, us feel better, mm-hmm. uh, even when we know inside secretly that it isn't... Um, a positive or it isn't helpful. Right. Well, I, I love the core values. That's part of something that I like to teach. And um, investing with your core values, did that bump, a, bump up against some of your core values that you believed in? Oh, absolutely. And, yeah. you know, what I found was that I was, you know, creating this facade of success. Right. And of course, we know that if you buy something, you might have a, a momentary, you know, uplift in your mood or you might even feel mm-hmm. happy. But yeah. eventually that dissolves and mm-hmm. fades. And so I started to realize that it was really who I was as a person and what I stood for that was right. going to create long term contentment and happiness. Right. And of course, yeah. you know, that's how come I could turn my financial life around because. I started making different choices mm-hmm. because I really did want to be happy. I mean, I think that's an inner desire that everyone has. We love that right. feeling and right. we just oh, want yeah. more of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I was really quite surprised. Um, I want, I was at a conference, a knee women's conference. It's in Dallas. And um, they, uh, there was a young girl there that was selling her book and she had been in the, she was a financial manager as well. And she had written this book more for her teenagers or her Mm. children going off to college as sort of a, a guide for managing money, you know, how to buy a house, what happened with credit cards, all of those different things. And it was just eye-opening to me to even read the book. And I thought, what a wonderful tool for so many women who, for instance, through divorce or if it's through the death of the husband, in the South, and I think this is not just the South, but a large majority of my generation, the it was the the duties were divvied up and the man took the money management. And yeah. so... With the man taking the money management, and now she's a one one act family. You know, mm-hmm. she is the family, other than her children. 
Now she has to take on a totally new role that she has not had years of experience and time to grow in. And so things like credit card debt, was those are things she needs to know about. She needs to understand how that works. Yes. And, and buying a home and buying a car and all that other stuff. And I, I you know, um, that is one of the main challenges, I think, that, we making that transition through divorce, certainly, or the widowhood, have to uh, face. Yes, so. absolutely. And in specifically because, of, you know, in my financial planning practice, uh, what I deal with is women who are so um, afraid of mm-hmm. the markets and investing. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I help people really connect to some inner qualities that they can develop in themselves that will give them more confidence and courage and, and just the belief in themselves that oh, they right. do have, that they have the capacity right. to learn and then to manage uh, even large amounts of money. Right. Well, we're going to go to a break here. And so when we come back, Teresa and I are going to be talking about so many more things. She has an exciting uh, webinar coming up. um, And so we want to talk about that. But as you can tell, this is going to be an hour packed full of goodies for you to take home. So when you come back, we will be visiting more with Teresa and she will be sharing more of her valuable information. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central. Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Girasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward. With tips, tools, and advice, and hard lessons learned, these pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central, on toginet.com. Homeschooling? Have questions? Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 Central, on toginet.com. After a handsome blue-eyed Texan fell in love with Vivian at the Victoria Station in London, she found herself at DFW Airport with a tiny suitcase and a snazzy little duffel bag. Well, 25 years later, she is now happily married to that blue-eyed cowboy. They have four grown children, ages 24 to 18, who became willing guinea pigs when she unwittingly stumbled upon the world of homeschooling. Wildflower Academy flourished for 15 years. They survived and thrived, and you can too. Vivian will be covering a wide range of issues that face homeschoolers. What do you do with kids in the summer? How to set up your one-room schoolhouse? How obedience is paramount? And what to do with those snakes? Plus, you'll be sharing ideas and insights that she gleaned from other homeschoolers. So join us for an engaging hour with a sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Friday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to this segment of Sex and Win. 
Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. We are visiting with Teresa Lefton, tenant, and she and I, we've just discovered, remembered actually, that we were actually met at eWomen's Conference this year in Dallas. And that's where you exchange cards and you meet up with other awesome women doing good works in their communities and helping change tomorrow. So anyway, Teresa's story is that 16 years ago, she was in debt. She was a and considered herself a shop, had a, having a shop addiction, and in a, an abusive relationship with a boyfriend. And so she made some decisions. She said, I'm stopping this. I'm going to go take care of it and change it because it's affecting my life. And today, indeed, her life is shining. She is now handling a billion-dollar business, net worth business, and in her own personal life, and is in the love of her life relationship for 15 years. So if I do my math really good, Teresa, Mm -hmm. that's one year after you started your recovery. (laughs) That is exactly what happened. And, you know, I, I would never have attracted my husband had I not changed some things about myself. You know, it's funny because... We only see certain things and certain people in our life. I don't believe we would have even seen each other. Now, it happened Uh, that he was also working on himself through mm -hmm. some programs that we were uh, both going to in the town we were living in. So Mm -hmm. it was a kind of a mutual recognition of, um, you know, the heart that we were, Mm. uh, that we had. Mm. Oh, that's neat. So, and when you say you wouldn't have seen, is that you would have not been attracted to him? Is that it? That's what I believe, yes. That's what I believe. You know, um, when I work with people, with women, I, you know, and they're they're really desirous of a a good, close, intimate, primary relationship, I say, you you know, you're not going to attract the man that you want, and you're not even going to see him, and he won't even see you, until you're very clear about some things about yourself. Right. You know, how your thoughts are, your beliefs, your emotional life, that is something that we are not taught in our society. Mm. That's so true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we spend our whole lives dealing with those those um, family issues that we grew up with. I can, That's exactly right. Yeah. So in your family, did you learn your coping mechanism of early years from your family? Absolutely did, you know. I mean, we all love our parents and are grateful for, you know, everything they right. did for us. And, and of course, as you and I know, everyone is doing the best they can Absolutely. all the time with right. the information and, and knowledge they have. Mm-hmm. But my parents were quite codependent, and I was the third in the family. So by the time I came along, my parents' marriage was very poor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I observed a dysfunctional relationship and uh, dysfunction with money significantly. My father was uh, incurring a lot of debt because he was one of those men that really wanted to be wealthy. Uh-huh. And he kept investing in things, and they never seemed to pan out. Mm-hmm. So my mother was always upset about the level of debt, and she was always nagging him. So money was a real source of strife 
in my early life, and and I took it all in. Mm-hmm. I believe that that is that was the root of some mm-hmm. of my dysfunction with money. Mm-hmm. I had to teach myself. Now, of course, being a financial a financial uh, coach and an advisor at, very much helped me through yeah. the transition. Right. So yeah. there was a combination between growing myself as a human being and learning some real strategies and techniques to get what I really wanted. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I think so many of us, particularly our young couples, oh, and I know this was very prevalent in my age, but um, keeping up with the Joneses was very important that our facade be one of affluent, you know, that we could do all these things. So it didn't matter what our credit card balance looked like. And back then, I don't think credit card balance was quite as um, heavy as it is now. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know that they would allow you to go as high as you can now. Nor had the interest yes. rates. Well, I went to work for my uh, the bank that my dad was a loan officer when I was 15. Mm-hmm. And that was in the 70s, and credit cards were just becoming popular as right. a revenue stream for banks. Well, yeah. I gave every employee, uh, I, th- I think I had a $3,000 limit, something like that, which was a mm-hmm. lot of money back then. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I saw it as, well, they gave me this credit card. I guess I'm supposed to use it. Right. Yeah. So I started buying nice clothes and uh, taking my friends out for lunch and not really understanding mm-hmm. the consequences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's um, it's just interesting that we grow up with these beliefs, these false beliefs, yeah. and they just rule our lives for a lot of our life. So, yeah. so how... Okay, so you started on your journey, and and let me, Mm -hmm. that happened after prayer, you said, but then, then who, how did you start that, though? I mean, I mean, who did you start? Yeah, I just had some, a lot of synchronistic events, (laughs) and I think that it was because I made the choice, God, please help me, I will start to pay attention to signs. Mm-hmm. I actually said that, or something version of that, out loud, mm-hmm. and I believe that it gave um, it, the what happened, in, you know, for me some power. Mm-hmm. So I started having these signs, and that led me to books and events and people. One thing that I did besides ultimately going to one of Jack Canfield's early week-long seminars, his it was about uh, facilitating self-esteem skills for others and I had uh never done anything like that where you go Mm -hmm. in a room with a bunch of people and Mm -hmm. learn about how to focus on yourself learn about how you really work Mm -hmm. inside Mm -hmm. I'd never done that and it was uh, as you can imagine a mind blower yeah for some people that really doesn't resonate that kind of experience but for me it really felt like home it yeah. felt like, oh, everything makes is starting to make sense here, mm-hmm. and yeah. I'm feeling better, and I'm making different choices. It isn't that it's always easy. I mean, you know that. Mm-hmm. There's, there's times when you have to make tough choices. Like, for instance, when I finally got the courage to ask my abusive boyfriend to move out. Uh-oh. It, it took me, you know, a year after mm-hmm. I had the epiphany to get up the courage to do it. 
And, but, and it was challenging. You can imagine he didn't want to go. <laughs> Sounded like he had a pretty good ride there. <laughs> he had a pretty good ride, exactly. So, so you know, but I, you have to develop those things about yourself. But then once I was able to do that, Joyce, then I got more confidence in myself. And I started to say, oh, this, this way of thinking, this mm-hmm. looking inside and realizing uh, who I am and what I truly want and believing that I deserve a better life. Right. which was something that took me a while to develop as well. You know, right. that just gave me more and more confidence and courage to to continue. So, you know, in 15 years, uh, this is, I guess I, I would have called it my hobby was personal <laughs> development. Mm. And uh, yep. now I've combined my, my love and passion and hobby for growth with mm. my financial planning expertise. Right. Yeah, it seems like a good fit, really. Yes. Yeah, for and, sure. And I wanted to say one other thing about some di- a d- dynamic that was really strong for me, and that was that I had two children. And yes. I really began to see them um, going in a direction that I didn't want. I wanted to break the pattern of my family history. Yeah. So yeah. that was a huge motivator was, my, was I knew I could see what my children were learning, and I didn't want them to learn that. So I knew for some reason I figured it out. Mm-hmm. I've got to change what they're observing and experiencing, and mm-hmm. I'm the person that has to do it. Right. Yeah. Where does the um, one thing that I know in some I have experienced in my own life is there's some shame with using the credit card and building large cards. So, isn't there is in your program? Do you address that? Absolutely. You know, one of the things that is very powerful to do is to acknowledge those things about yourself or your behavior, like mm-hmm. credit card debt, that mm-hmm. are, is actually real. It's there. Acknowledge it. And then begin to forgive yourself for the components or the reasons that you built that credit card debt. Right. So there's a process about forgiving yourself. And realizing that, yes, I was doing the best I could, and there's always reasons for credit card debt. But then you begin to create some clarity about what you really want in life Mm -hmm. and and begin to think and construct a plan to make new choices that gets you what you really want, which most of us want similar things. Mm -hmm. You know, we want great relationships in our life. We want work that has purpose and feel right. like we're really contributing. You know, we right. want to be healthy and, and have a strong body so that we can move about our life easily without pain. Mm-hmm. So once we get clear about that, then you can shift your behavior from, from creating a, a, a situation that is taking you away from what you want, which is what credit card debt does, Right. Um, and, and, and making new choices. So I, I like to say there's three components to be successful with money. Confidence in yourself, clarity about what you want and where you're going, and, and, and believing that you deserve it, and then the mm-hmm. courage to start changing your behavior systematically, right. step by step. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, when we come back, we can talk a little bit more uh, in depth about those if you want, because I do think they're the three keys of your program, and they are really important that that 
we cover them a little bit more and then people will even know more about why they need to invest in you. So when we come back, Teresa will tell us a little bit more about what she calls emotional intelligence on her website. And we'll tell her how, tell you how to go to her website. So we're going to take this short break. And when we come back, we'll talk about emotional intelligence. And Teresa will tell us more about her webinar that is coming up in January. So stay tuned. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. If you could live your life truly standing in a place of peace, joy, and abundance, wouldn't that make your heart soar? Now you can, with Lessons in Joyful Living, with your host, Kimberly Rinaldi, Mondays at noon central. Kimberly Rinaldi, having created a highly successful coaching practice, now teaches lessons in joyful living. She believes in empowering others and that through it, you have the ability to break through any and all barriers, thus allowing you to reach your greatest potential and joyfully step into your life's purpose. What used to take weeks, months, or even years, she can now teach you in a matter of hours with her programs. For more on Kim and her show, go to her website, KimberlyRinaldi.com. That's R-I-N-A-L-D-I dot com. Then join us for Lessons in Joyful Living with your host, Kimberly Rinaldi. Homeschooling? Have questions? Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 Central on Toginet.com. After a handsome blue-eyed Texan fell in love with Vivian at the Victoria Station in London, she found herself at DFW Airport with a tiny suitcase and a snazzy little duffel bag. Well, 25 years later, she is now happily married to that blue-eyed cowboy. They have four grown children, ages 24 to 18, who became willing guinea pigs when she unwittingly stumbled upon the world of homeschooling. Wildflower Academy flourished for 15 years. They survived and thrived, and you can too. Vivian will be covering a wide range of issues that face homeschoolers. What do you do with kids in the summer? How to set up your one-room schoolhouse? How obedience is paramount? And what to do with those snakes? Plus, you'll be sharing ideas and insights that she gleaned from other homeschoolers. So join us for an engaging hour with a sociable homeschooler. Vivian McNinney, Friday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. Hello. We are back, and we are talking with Teresa, and she has... Um, shared with us, Teresa Lieutenant, and she has shared with us her um, history and how she as a, a financial manager has built her own company into a million-dollar company um, after in her earlier life suffering with several things that she corrected and therefore put her on the path to achieving the many good things that she wanted in her life including her soul mate. So, Teresa, we had talked just a little bit about the emotional intelligence, which you mention on your website. So you want to talk a little bit more about that? I definitely do. And, you know, I, in my um, 
practice in my coaching business, I talk to a lot of women, and uh, before they're, you know, before they work with me, their attitude usually uh, there's kind of a general feeling that quote I'm not very good with money. Yes, and it's amazing right. to me how many women just immediately um, excuse themselves from mm-hmm. having power in that area. Mm-hmm. And you, mm-hmm. and as you mentioned earlier, I think that that is because it's been traditionally considered a male-dominated area. Yes. You know, men mm-hmm. are, are more um, deta- detail-oriented sometimes, and they seem to like it more. Mm-hmm. So I like to say to women, you know, if you could just take one step toward feeling more powerful and competent in this area with your money, what would it be? And I determined that it was more confidence. Mm-hmm. So it's an inner quality that actually results in different behavior and different action taking. Mm-hmm. So when we think of the word confidence, it's it's not something that people are born with. I mean, there is an hmm. inner re- resource or reserve, rather, of mm-hmm. confidence that we have inside of us. But we have to learn how to bring it out. We mm. have to learn how to uh, stand firm and and know that we can handle whatever life throws at us. Mm-hmm. Now, there's several ways that, you know, as you know, that we can do that. One is to num- remember in, in our past how competent we've been or successful we've been. You know, yes. Jack Canfield has a great yeah. process about, you know, writing down a hundred successes yes. so that you could begin to see that there is that you can be successful in one area or other areas of your life, mm-hmm. which means that, that then you could do well with money. Mm-hmm. So confidence mm-hmm. needs to be developed and continually um, enhanced. So that's right. why I start my programs with a, a webinar and uh, edu- education pieces. Mm-hmm. And when I say peaches, pieces, I mean worksheets and exercises so that you begin to focus your attention on the whole idea of creating more confidence. Because, right. you know, what, what we know is that what you focus on expands. Mm-hmm. So if you yeah. focus on, I can't do this, I mm-hmm. can't learn this, then that's what will happen. But if you focus on, I can gr- create more confidence and believe more in myself, then that's what will happen. Yeah. I want to share this story with you because it came to mind when you were talking. For about five years, I was director of a children's museum in Tyler. And it was quite interesting where in my personal money, I tend to shop, build credit card debt, and in my professional life, I was much better about managing that money. Now, isn't that strange? Well, it is, but I'll t- I think I can explain why. Yeah, uh, number you know, in the business part of that, you were feeling very responsible for someone else's money. Was mm-hmm. it someone else's money? Oh yes, it was nonprofit. Yeah. <laughs> right. So you were so feeling very responsible. Money. And you were using a part of yourself that is, okay, I don't want people to uh, ever be mad at me because I made the wrong decision. I want people to look up to me and and know that I've done a great job here. So you're motivated by those types of inner thoughts and feelings. Mm -hmm. But in your personal life, you're motivated by your subconscious, uh, you know, habits, 
We have subconscious habitual thinking, like, man, I've, I've had such a bad day. I really need a lift. I'm going to stop by the, by the mall on the way home. It, doesn't, it isn't conscious. It's subconscious. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. It is interesting, the patterns that we can get into with our shopping, too. Well, Don't yes, you, you know, the, the, the comfort zone is quite, you know, quite deep. Uh, it's, it's subconsciously deep. And even though in our uh, conscious mind we, we might be thinking, you know, I shouldn't be watching, I shouldn't be walking into this store. I really mm-hmm. shouldn't be doing this. But then we can push that thought away really quickly and mm-hmm. because we're comfortable with going to our favorite boutique or, you know, in my town, it's Nordstrom. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> well, that, yes, that's a wonderful store. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can and have you probably a have a relationship with some of those ladies in there, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the next step, though, really, Joyce, that helps a woman or really anyone, you know, start mm-hmm. to break some of these habitual patterns is to become clear. I call it clarity. Clarity mm-hmm. about who, what you as a person, because we're all different, aren't we? Isn't that great? We're mm-hmm. all different, and we all want something, you know, slightly unique to us. Right. So if we can bring that to the forefront of our conscious mind and build some some excitement and um, to, to have that, to really have a life that we we dream about, you know, bring those dreams to the forefront, then that clarity will give us the energy that we need to change our behavior. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like this line in here where you say having a clear vision and defined goals is the hallmark of every form of high achieving, achieving, achieving. And so I was thinking uh, that is so true that we have to be clear. But, you know, as a woman that did not work in the professional world for about 25, 20, 20 years, I never personally thought I needed a goal. Mm -hmm. And that was so crazy. I -hmm. thought, well, of course, you you need a goal as much as anybody else. Mm -hmm. We all want to determine what we're going to do next year. And Mm -hmm. and I just lived so many years with just flowing, going with the flow. Yeah. Or really, it was really what my husband wanted. Yeah. Well, exactly. I mean, there's the key right there is that women, even now in today, are still, you know, taught by society that our role is the supporter. And, of course, we have those instincts naturally. Yes. But, you know, Mm -hmm. we're the supporter. We're the person that's supposed to help our children and our husband uh, achieve their dreams. Yes. So that's one of the things I really really talk about in my book is women have have the habit of putting – our dreams over to the side on behalf of everyone else. So what I encourage women to do is put your dream on the top of the list and go ahead and support your family and (laughs) husband too. Mm -hmm. But that when you, when you are pursuing your dreams and it doesn't have to be, you know, anything huge, maybe your dream is to own a a yarn shop. That's what my mother did. She Uh she had a dream, and she she got it together, which was one really great thing that gave me permission to be an entrepreneur was because my mother was an entrepreneur back in the 50s and 60s. That's awesome. Really? Yeah. That was very unusual. she still showed up and made my dad dinner every night when he came home from the bank, and she still made our clothes, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, because she was watching the finances. So, Mm -hmm. So 
I help people open their mind to possibilities. Right. Oh, that's so good. It's great. And that's what you'll be talking about on your webinar on the 7th. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So this, these um, confidence, clarity, and courage are these components to begin building in yourself. And my webinar is on January 7th. The time is different regardless, you know, where you live. But on the East Coast, it would be a, a 7 p.m. Uh, start. And then on the West Coast, Pacific time, it would be 4 o'clock p.m. So that's a Thursday, January 7th. Give us all a chance to get back from the Christmas week and uh, get back in our lives before we take on maybe some possible changes in the new year. Yeah, yeah. Now, you we didn't say much about courage, but I don't want to really uh, dismiss courage because it's big when you think about changing habits and thought processes. Uh, it takes a lot of courage to step up and do those. So how do you help somebody uh, find their courage, shall we mm-hmm. say? Yeah, so, you know, I think there's a couple of things that is helpful to understand about courage. And mm-hmm. number one is that we do the same things over and over and expect different results. What mm-hmm. do we call that? Uh, <laughs> we call it the definition of insanity. But that's what it's all not of working. us do. You know, we all do yeah. that. So, yeah. so it takes courage to step outside of our comfort zone which are these, these behaviors and habits that aren't necessarily serving what we really want in our lives. Yeah. So it takes courage to change things. And I'll just give you an example. Let's say that you are the woman who makes dinner every night for your husband, but actually what you really want is to be able to go to a class during the dinner hour, you know, two times a week. Right. So you have to get up the courage to speak to your husband about sharing the dinner responsibility on those two nights. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you know you have to have the courage, but then how do you actually take the action? And that's what requires really a step-by-step analysis and and decision. Okay, I'm going to sit him down. I'm going to do this. (laughs) You know, like how are you going to actually make that happen? Yeah. Yeah, courage is is one that I definitely think you probably spend equal time on when you mm-hmm. do your workshop because that is a biggie as well. So yeah, because here's the thing, fear drives us. Yes, it? yes, of course. And and understanding that fear is just fantasized experiences appearing real, mm-hmm. and that it is only just in our mind. Then mm-hmm. we can begin to create new thoughts and new uh, feelings about ourselves to instill that courage inside of us. Awesome. Well, we are about to go to a break, and I've loved all of this. This is so fascinating to me. So when we come back, we're going to hear more about the workshop and talk a little bit about how you can connect with Teresa. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. If you could live your life truly standing in a place of peace, joy, and abundance, wouldn't that make your heart soar? Now you can, with Lessons in Joyful Living, with your host, Kimberly Rinaldi, Mondays at noon central, 
Kimberly Rinaldi, having created a highly successful coaching practice, now teaches lessons in joyful living. She believes in empowering others and that through it, you have the ability to break through any and all barriers, thus allowing you to reach your greatest potential and joyfully step into your life's purpose. What used to take weeks, months, or even years, she can now teach you in a matter of hours with her programs. For more on Kim and her show, go to her website, KimberlyRinaldi.com. That's R-I-N-A-L-D-I.com. Then join us for Lessons in Joyful Living with your host, Kimberly Rinaldi. Homeschooling? Have questions? Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 Central on Toginet.com. After a handsome blue-eyed Texan fell in love with Vivian at the Victoria Station in London, she found herself at DFW Airport with a tiny suitcase and a snazzy little duffel bag. Well, 25 years later, she is now happily married to that blue-eyed cowboy. They have four grown children, ages 24 to 18, who became willing guinea pigs when she unwittingly stumbled upon the world of homeschooling. Wildflower Academy flourished for 15 years. They survived and thrived, and you can too. Vivian will be covering a wide range of issues that face homeschoolers. What do you do with kids in the summer? How to set up your one-room schoolhouse? How obedience is paramount? And what to do with those snakes? Plus, you'll be sharing ideas and insights that she gleaned from other homeschoolers. So join us for an engaging hour with a sociable homeschooler. Vivian McNinney, Friday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. We are having a wonderful time with Teresa, Lieutenant. I'm doing very well with that name, Teresa. Don't you think? I get an A. You do. It's not rolling yet off my tongue, but it's getting there. So anyway, but I wanted to you all to be aware that Teresa is going to have this workshop coming up or webinar uh, in January. And Teresa, tell us a little bit about when it is, what it's going to involve, and why it's it would be a great experience uh, time for them to spend with you. Okay, I'd be happy to. Thank you. So what I have discovered is that women in particularly don't look at themselves as having a resource of power within themselves. They go to work every day and they just do their day-to-day existence kind of accepting what happens to them. They don't really realize uh, that there is an impact that they can make in their lives, even small impacts. So Mm -hmm. that's why I designed this, this webinar. It's called Confident You. I want to get the right title here. Three Secrets to Creating Unlimited and Unstoppable Confidence. Okay. So, uh, you know, the, what, what I hope and, and I know that from previous experiences that people learn on this program is that why we are not already programmed to have lasting confidence. You know, what is this lack of belief in ourselves? Where does it come from? Mm-hmm. And then how to identify in ourselves, you know, the doubts and the fears that hold us back from having what we really want. So if we could learn some techniques, some Mm -hmm. strategies that we can pull out when we need it, then we can increase our confidence in those times when 
we really need it. Let's say, for instance, a woman wants to ask for a raise at work or perhaps mm-hmm. apply for a job that, you know, is a little bit above her. And she's, you know, feeling that uh, doubt and fear about being able to do that. Well, what if you had some techniques or strategies that you could use that would actually build up your confidence to make the appointment with the boss and sit mm-hmm. down and ask for what you want? Right. Yeah. So important if you're going to move forward that you are able to ask those questions. And it's really just getting over the the fear of the first time that gets you through it. Exactly. You can build more and more confidence in your ability to have what you want in life. Uh, you know, by doing it, by by taking that first step, by having a positive experience. And that's where coaching really helps a person mm. is, you know, many of my clients have had similar circumstances. Even let's say, let's use a money example, uh, wanting to buy a house and have never gone through that whole process of hiring a realtor and mm-hmm. uh, going down to the bank to get pre-qualified. Well, there's many conversations that uh, that you need to have in order to to make this this um, dream come true. So a coach can, like me, can help you build your confidence, get clear about what you really want, and then design. You know, the conversation. What am I going to say? What am I going to ask? Mm-hmm. How am I going to make sure that I know what I need to know so it'll come out successful? Mm-hmm. My one of my first. Uh, lessons that I learned was when I was a young woman in my 20s and I needed to buy tires for the first time for my car. And so I asked, doing my research, as I knew to do, I asked four different guys what kind of tires. They all had different tires. And I learned (laughs) they didn't know any more than I did about tires, you know. So it was quite interesting. (laughs) You, You know, that's a really good point because I do think that there's a misconception um you know we're all perfectionists or a lot of us are perfectionists and we try not to make any mistakes but actually everybody's in the same circumstances we all have to learn new things Mm -hmm. we all have to stretch outside our comfort zone we all have to forgive ourselves for mistakes that happen because we made the wrong choice Mm -hmm. it's it's you know the human experience is the same and what, what I think you and I are trying to do for women is to give women some tools that will help make their life not only better, but easier. And, yes. and I like uh-huh. the words contentment and peace. Mm, I nice. don't know that there's very many people who walk around today feeling content and peaceful. Mm, yeah, so true. Well, you know, one of the best things I like about your workshop is that it's free. That's awesome. You know, it is, really. It, it is free. And, you know, it's a, it's a great introduction to this whole idea of working yeah. on the inner you. Oh, yes. Uh, which we do not have that uh, ability or we don't have any education or opportunity. It is a personal choice when you decide, I'm going to work on the inner me. I'm mm-hmm. going to develop what I call the inner assets that that God gave me, but that are sitting inside me kind of dormant or, you know, not utilized as much. Because actually, Joyce, that's how you become a powerful woman, is by developing your inner assets and bringing them to the forefront of the choices that you're making in your life. Yeah. 
So, yes, it's free. And, of course, I have other programs. I have a group program. I love group dynamics. And I also like to have programs that are very accessible for all levels of people's income. You know, a lot of coaches charge a lot of money, and they deserve to. But I want to have a group program where people can have an accountability partner and um, go about making changes together in a group of people that feel that sense of common purpose. Right. Well, that's important. You just mentioned the accountability partner. That's really important when you get those little twinges. If you're trying to break a habit, to have a accountability partner that you can really outline your day you can call if you need the support to say i can't tell me i can't you know uh do some of this then and and hold you up so that you can do what you really want to do because we all all have weak knees we we do and we stumble and we get afraid and we you know try something and it doesn't work out and a lot of times you know you're like well I just I just tried this and it didn't work and I'm going to give up but when you have an accountability partner you can call that person and say I just kind of didn't have a good day I need to come up with a new strategy to make to get what I want help me out yeah oh that's so good yeah yeah but yeah so I want to go on because I know you offer uh, you offer your programs, but you also do a VIP day for somebody if they wanted just to they were just wanted a one on one with you, and then you also do speaking. I do, I do. You know what what's great about having a VIP day is that you can condense. Uh, some learning and exercises into one day for for really busy, especially professional women. This mm-hmm. is an an option that they like because mm-hmm. sometimes we don't have time to go to you know weeks and weeks of webinars and and online calls. We just like to get the information and then you know have a couple of coaching calls later to make sure you're going through the material. Right. So that's what a VIP day offers you. And, of course, uh, personal coaching, which I don't know how you do it, but I usually have a period of time where we have a set of goals we want to reach. And Mm -hmm. so in a three-month period or a six-month period, you can work with me privately. Right. So, you know, in terms of speaking, I'm sure you're just like me. I just want to get the message out (laughs) to more and more women who Mm -hmm. have not sort of stepped on the personal growth journey. So, you know, clubs, organizations, there's so many. I mean, the great news is there's so many great events now for women. That's true. Yeah. All around the country. Yeah. And uh, there there does seem to be a bigger movement that you and I are a part of to empower women in new ways. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, So that's the other area that I like to be a participant so that I can focus women in on working on the inner you, mastering the inner you. Now, your book, which was endorsed by Jack Canfield, I do want to say I think that's really a good endorsement that you got there, since we're both fans of Jack Canfield, and respect his opinion quite a bit, because he is a great person. Um, but your book has is called Reinventing Her. I love the title. And so it's been out on the, do they go to your website or Amazon. Well, it is, it is on Amazon, definitely mm-hmm. on Amazon, and that's probably the best place to do it because the link on my website just takes you to Amazon. So, oh, okay. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But um, so did you feel compelled to write this book? You know, I, I met a coach who uh, sort of looked me in the eye and said, you know, why are you not telling your story in a bigger way? Mm. Why are you keeping all of this to yourself? Right. Um, and I said, huh, well, that's a really good question. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually was uh, a speaker at a big wellness festival in Sun Valley, uh-huh. Idaho, and I used that speaking engagement as a deadline. So I wrote my uh. book in four months. Wow. I I would get it, you know, so I would have it at that uh, speaking engagement. And anyway, it was a very, um, yeah, it was very condensed, but man, what an amazing process. And it is like something starts talking through you. Uh, My story tumbled out of me in a way that I would never have guessed. So I feel like there's some magic in my book that, Uh, um, you know, and I I, I suppose other authors might say that too, but... Teresa, we have just a brief time, and I wanted to say that I could go on talking for a long time, but we appreciate that you've been with us today, and we do wish you the best in your future in touching people's lives, touching women's lives, and helping them uh, create the dream life that they want to live. Thank you so much. I've really enjoyed this, Joyce. Thank you. Well, anytime you're welcome to come back. We could just keep on talking, couldn't we? <laughs> yes, we could. <laughs> so, as you can see today, that Teresa has been a wonderful guest for us. She holds so many answers, and I do. I do hope that you will go to her website, visit it, and get comfortable with it, and buy her book. As as we go through the holidays, I wish you the best. Joyce Buford returns next week at this same time for another edition of Second Wind. Through the Joyce Buford Empowerment System, women are receiving support during their transition and are able to reclaim their true purpose and strength. They receive the tools they need to map out new lives. You can find out more about her coaching services 